Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the My Love of Golf podcast. Thanks for wherever you are around the world, uh, around Australia, for joining in. Do appreciate the time that you take out of your week, your month, and year to catch up with all the past episodes, all the interviews that we've done over the 200 and something episodes. But uh, this week, it's all about the busy schedule of uh, PGA Tour, Australian PGA Tour, DP World Tour, and I'm sure there's some other stuff, including the the My Love of Golf help to the uh, No Laying Up team. Uh, yes, they are in Australia, and uh, we've uh, had a little bit of an insight. But to join me on that chat, of course, it's got the great man, Scott Carter, joining us. And he's got his own news uh, that he wants to share with us tonight. Little project, little side project. Uh, more about that when we bring Scott Carter in. Let's get him on. Carter, welcome back to the My Love of Golf podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, how are you? You've been busy. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, Roscoe. Yeah, thank you, mate. Thanks for having me uh, having me back. Um, good to be here. And yeah, tons to talk about. There's been some exciting golf being played and uh, yeah, tons happening in and around the scene locally. So looking forward to uh, chatting all things golf. Mate, it's good to see the uh, studio's set up it looks a little bit more settled this week after week one in the new house that uh, you've got the books in order you've got some of your accoutrements there uh, you've yeah. got your melbourne bag in the corner there i like it uh quick shout out to uh glenn walker um from walker golf you've got the walker golf hat on um, walker golf on today again yep yeah he's a good man is uh glenn and doing great things with his apparel you should check that out not sponsor post but he's just a, a good fellow who's having a crack making some uh very cool stuff uh and he's um you know, I think he's going places with his little Kookaburra yeah. uh, branded apparel and the, sitting on a golf club looks really good. You got a few Definitely pieces? Definitely is, mate. He's running He's running a good playback playbook on collaboration. So, um, so yeah, no, that's a decent shout-out. Uh, well worth giving. Um, love a bit of Walker Golf. Very good, very good. Now, uh, what's news in your world? Any golf? Have you walked any golf yourself, uh, Scott? Uh, did you get down to the fine turf of Spring Valley? Unfortunately, I did not, mate. The closest I got was playing Go Fish with my two kids at um, uh, at Sandy there the other day, which was good fun. Um, my little fella actually, uh, first time he's picked up a club in a little while, but he, he loves any sport he can get his hands on. So, um, so yeah, it was good to see him uh, whack a few balls. It was uh, it was quite exciting, to be honest. Very good. Well, keep keep up the good work with you know developing future champions. We're all about that. We're all about that. Um, I said in the intro there, I said, you know, Australia's gone no laying up mad. Of course, if you're a no laying up fan, which majority of people who listen to this and many other podcasts in Australia, you know, probably found their way to podcast through the gentleman at no laying up. You know, they're probably, I would consider the original, uh, you know, new golf media creators um, and probably everyone else that does it can lay some level of credit to listening to No Laying Up on their journey. Of course, you know by now that uh, the gents are in Australia. Uh, it's the time for their tourist source season. You know, it's obviously winter in, in the US and they get out this time of year and uh, hit the road and go somewhere unique and interesting for golf, for tourist source. 
tourist source in Australia is actually where the tourist source concept started seasons, uh, how many, 10 seasons ago, nine seasons ago, thereabouts, maybe 12. Uh, yeah. It's, it's how a, many they've done. Yeah, it's yeah good, that was the OG. Yeah, it's a good number. And so the, the gents are back and uh, they've hit Sydney so far. They've hit Adelaide and yesterday, uh, well, th- Saturday they hit Melbourne and yesterday they hit the uh, first lot of golf courses in Melbourne. And uh, I can safely report the gentleman, uh, having a great time. Um, spent some time with uh, Solly and TC yesterday and filmed uh, along with uh, Kevin, who was one of the team, uh, their match. And then we met met the gents uh, up at Portsea and uh, they were very, very accommodating for some of the young Portsea, again, no laying up fans and, and the young pros and, and the other fellows that are up there at Portsea and uh, took them out for, a, you know, an eclectic sort of nine hole type thing. Mike Clayton was there. It was really good, and uh, and we were down at Peninsula Kingswood today. Hence the absolutely, my wife. Red nose. My wife would say, "What is that Belusha beacon on your nose?" I think yeah. a Belusha beacon is like a Scottish term for a, a big red pimple or something red. I, I must not have hit the sunscreen on the nose, and that is like a big no no for me. And it is like a siren. It's very yeah, embarrassing. Mate. So. We might not have to. We might have to change the, the podcast artwork this week, Scott. Yeah, and go maybe with there's no photo this week, Roscoe. No, no photo. Uh, yeah, fair, fair skin, redheaded uh, man like yourself. You definitely need slip slop slap and in all conditions, Roscoe. What happened? If you know, everyone's going to watch the tourist source when it comes out, and you know, like I'm known that this was coming for a while, but until they started letting people know that they were in Australia, that's fine. I can talk about it. I can talk that I'm helping. Um, but what I can say is, bloody hell, they work hard. Like there's no, yeah. there's no downtime. It's like on the course, filming, playing golf, competitive golf. You know, there's no mucking around. There's no, let's just do these holes and this holes and that hole. They are playing against each other. The matches are real. Some of the golf's really good. Some of it's really bad. My golf today was the most horrendous golf I've played. It was embarrassing, um, sadly so, because I felt actually pretty good and confident. Um but uh, it wasn't great. But the guys worked really hard. To, it's almost like dawn to dusk type stuff and, um, you know, two or three, two courses in a day. So, um, yep. yeah, it's, it's been great. You know, meeting TC last year sort of helped with that and helping Solly at the uh, Australian, um, not Australian, the Asia Pacific Amateur in October. Yep. Um, and, and you should go and check that out because, um, you know, Jasper Stubbs, PK member one, um, which I helped. But so it's been a great learning experience and, you know, you just got to throw yourself into these things and, and have a go. And, you know, it's good that I connected with the guys and seem to get on well with them. You know, I don't ask anything of them. Don't expect a no laying up podcast. Um, it may happen one day, but it's not going to happen next week. Um, no feature interview, Roscoe. Uh, no. well, we'll, 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 we'll see if we can make something out, but um, I can't promise. But anyway, it's been fun. That's yeah, it, it looks like it's been a busy schedule from from their socials. That's yeah. that's for sure. And you just mentioned there, Sydney, Adelaide, um, and down to Melbourne, and who knows what's next. But um, they've certainly been working hard, as you as you said, and as you said, mate, great great for you to get that experience and see that firsthand. Um, obviously, they put out some high quality uh, content, so to get that experience up close and in in the midst of it is pretty invaluable. I'm just here to help, and I offered help, and they said. Many hands make light work, so come along and uh, hang out and help. So, you know, I'll just take my opportunities when they come. But that's they've, they've 
very, very, very uh, accommodating men and uh, very popular. Like everywhere, everywhere they've been, there's always been someone that uh, in a random sort of sense has, has um, recognised one of the guys uh, or and, had, and wanted to have a chat. Um, so it's good. Um, anyway, enough about and that. They, oh, sorry. Have you signed any NDAs? Like can you tell us who's taking out the matches or what have we got to wait till the series comes out or – no, any inside word? No, no inside word for me. Uh, only inside word for me is don't look for my golf to feature in anything related. <laughs> it might be to, in the outtakes, huh? Uh, it'll be in the uh, outtakes, definitely. Um, no, no, that, everyone needs to watch. Um, that's the whole whole thing. But no, I didn't sign an NDA. But you know, I'm a I'm a professional, Scott. I know how <laughs> how these things roll. Um, this is probably as much as um, probably overstepping the mark for me. Um, I would. Anyway, it's been fun. Uh, so I'll post some stuff. And thanks to everyone that sent me a message asking if they can come hang out. It's, that's not my place to, to offer that sort of stuff, but um, but I appreciate it. Uh, Scott, plenty well, of mate, go- Sorry, go on. You, you, you talked about plenty of people watching. There was plenty of people watching some golf uh, over the last couple of days, over the weekend. There was tons to watch. There was some really good golf to watch as well. Um Sat up and watched the first nine of, uh, of Rory's final round last night and what was happening there. That was exciting. And then saw a bit this morning of uh, history being made, Roscoe. The young amateur, Nick Dunlap, taking out the PGA Tour American Express down at La Quinta. Um, incredible last few days for the for the young guy. Um, I mean, he's obviously a red-hot talent. He's the current US amateur champion. So, um, you know, we, we spoke about him. Um, at the end of that tournament last year and a little bit of, of, you know, his history and where he's up to. But, yeah, he he won by one over Bazudanite, um, the big South African, um, and really held his own, mate, playing in the final group with JT and Sam Burns. Um, You know, that must have been a pretty sleepless night, I think, on Saturday night sitting on a a lead, um, which was pretty substantial, and then in the final group with some out-and-out superstars. Um, but yeah, got a little bit wobbly, mm-hmm. but uh, but he certainly got it back on track. I think he um, he doubled seven. He put one in the water, and so I think at that point it looked like he may stumble and kind of crumble. Well, not crumble because uh, he's not going to crumble. He's too good for that. But just stumble under the pressure. But he got it back on track. Made a couple of birdies, and then yeah, sixteen was pretty pivotal. Um, Sam Burns was leading by one. Couldn't make a birdie on that par five. He had a tough up and down, so he he made par and Dunlap made birdie. So they're all they're all tied up, and then and then Sam Burns puts his shot into the water on seventeen, the famous seventeenth at um, at the stadium course there, where you and I both played. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, full transparency, I also put my first one in the drink on that day. Uh, but anyway, enough about me. Um, he makes double bogey, and Dunlap goes to the ADT with a one shot lead. Just needed par, so it was exciting stuff. And then, I mean, eighteen was it was a journey in itself. I don't know um, what you kind of seen on that one, Roscoe. But yeah, he eventually made par, but he missed the fairway and the green. Um, then he had a very, very kind of knee knocking six footer to make par um, to to close it out and and hold the lead by one and and take it out. So yeah, poor old Sam Burns put another one in the water to make double and fell well back to T six. Um, pressure, but that's, yeah, that's what pressure incredible. pressure gets to uh, gets you. Um, I can't imagine what these guys go through in trying to hold the lead. I was trying to get one off the first tee today. It was it was terrible. Um, so I did feel some pressure. I can't imagine what those guys feel. But 
they're, they're bred for it. That's what they do. So they should be able to handle it uh, maybe. Um, but Nick Dunlap, you know, he had some chases. You know, Bezoiden who clearly was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, trying to track him down and as was um, Chauffelet. Uh, but good on him. Good, good on Ke- him. So Ke- what Kevin Yu was uh, – Kevin Yu is another guy I want yeah. to shout out as well, Roscoe. He had minus nine on yep. Sunday to um, to come hunting. So you're right. Like Dunlap had a few guys really going deep um, chasing him down. But <clears throat> but no, full credit to him. He, all, all he needed was two under and um, to hold him off and he did. Keith Mitchell also shot ten under that day. So he climbed 30 spots. Um, so, so, yeah, there's a few – Solid finishes. What does that mean for him now? Can because he's won that event, he can just automatically turn pro. He's got a card he can keep playing, or so yeah. No, that's a good question, Roscoe. So he's got a big decision to make. The young guy. He, I mean, he's hardly played much college, has he? So he's still got some college time to do if he chooses to. But um, and through his US amateur title last year, he's exempt into the Masters, into the Open, and into the US Open already as an amateur. With this win. He gets exemption into the players, even as even if he stays amateur, he'll go and play the players, so he's exempt into that. Um, so he's got all of that. The exemption is for two years, so he, he could wait until 26 to take it all up. It would still only be one year then, so he's it's, um, uh, it's only a two-year no matter when he takes it up. But if he does turn pro, then the only exemption that he gives up is the open, but he gains exemption to the PGA mm. Championship. So he would kind of be swapping that out. But then he would also get into every single signature event for this year as a tournament winner. So, you know, there, there's a bit on the line for him to decide. He, he would also, because he would get into the Masters because he was a tournament winner, so he's, he keeps that um, exemption. And the US Open allows the amateurs to turn pro in between kind of winning the amateur and then the, the next year's US Open. So he still would keep that exemption. So, um, so yeah, he's just got to toss up. Uh, what, what does he want to do? What are you got doing? What, are you, what are you it. doing? Given that scenario so well painted out. Oh, mate, I think I'm turning pro and yeah. just hitting the ground running. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I agree. That's me. I'm going to try and win some cash. And, uh, you know, you can always go back and finish your studies. Uh, but yeah. uh, two years two years on, on tour, playing in tournaments as a, as a winner um, with all of those uh, status credits um, yeah. flying, at, flying at the pointy end of the plane, so to speak, uh, you, have to, you have to take that and, and get some bank happening and roll, roll your fortunes forward from there. Um, wow. Yeah. Pretty hard to give up. But yeah, he's been a bit of a prodigy for a little while, hasn't he? He, he, he shot fifty nine as a twelve year old, Ross. <laughs> this kid, <laughs> fifty nine as a twelve year old. Apparently, he was beating all kinds of tour pros as like a, as a teenager as they were coming through his home club, and you know, um, not money games. He's probably not playing for money at that age, but but uh, yeah, having matches with these guys as they're tuning up for the tour, and he's taking them down. So. Um, First amateur to win since Phil yep. uh, in ninety one, um, and they talked and about they talked about that, didn't they? That was that was a bit yeah. of a theme for the week. Uh, that Phil was the, yeah, yeah. So it was it was yeah. Maybe it was in the cards. It was in the tea leaves. The other feather he's got in his hat now, Roscoe. So he's he and Tiger are the only ones to have won the Junior Am and the US Am. Um, 
so they're the only two guys. Obviously, Tiger's Tiger's won all three, um, but he is now the only person ever to have won the junior amateur, the U, the US amateur, and then won a PGA Tour event as an amateur. No one else has ever done it. So, um, so that's a big feather in his cap. And yes, it kind of feels like the start of a very successful career. Oh well. He's got a decision to make. We look forward to following that. How did we uh, go in the uh, Teepsters? I see my tip uh, down at T thirty four would have got me seven hundred and fifty dollars, but uh, I'm not sure how everyone else went. How did they go? Yeah, we got. Uh, so we still don't have. We're two weeks into Teepstar in the M Log series, and no one's picked a winner. Okay. So, well, technically, no one's picked a winner. Uh, what happened this week, because Dunlap was an amateur, the first prize money actually goes down to second place and everything kind of clicks down a spot. So um, one guy, Nash Champ, took Bazuda Knight um, and a handful took Xander and JT, but mm-hmm. Nash Champ is definitely leading the way there with a uh, tick over 1.5 mil, I think. Solid pick. Um, Solid picking, picking Bazuda Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Solid pick. Um Caledonia, Trout 109, JJ Rush are kind of the top guys or girls there at the uh, top of the list. Um, you're down at 36, mate, and I'm down at 57. Oh, Pete Cantlay for me shot a bloody four over. I think I probably could have shot better than four over out there today just quietly, but everyone was going deep. But no, Cantlay finished T52 and got me um, bugger all cash for Teepster. Uh, and also I was kind of hoping he'd go top five so I could use him again. But anyway, done and dusted. Gone. One and done. It's all gone. Uh, well, notables, uh, Jason Day, uh, as I said, 234. Min Woo, T21, so minus five. Uh, and Harrison Endicott. So Harrison Endicott made the cut. A um, little bit of chat about Zach Blair today. I think TC, yep. TC loves uh, Zach Blair's tree farm. He was talking it up uh, to someone in the company of the guys today. So uh, good to see Zach Blair. We always, we've always we always given Zach Blair a shout-out. He's um, Well, you know, Zach, Zach Blair was kind of the reason that the guys did the very first tourist source down in Australia because yeah. Zach was down here playing the, the Aussie Open or something and he, <laughs> and, and he said, yeah, you guys should come, come down. down. So that's kind, of, that's kind of how it happened. But, um, but yeah, they're always uh, – they've got, they've got a soft spot for, for their mate. Um, Zach, the tree farm sounds amazing too, by the it, way. Just listening yeah. to DC talk about it, it sounds absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, so we have to get there one day. Absolutely. A um, couple of other call-outs on the leaderboard there, Roscoe JT, another good another good sign for the year, so mm-hmm. good uh, solid week, T3. Um, and I thought Rio Hisatsune um, with a solid T11 was a pretty good showing. Hmm. Um, for the young man. One of the DP World Tour card winners coming yeah. across from uh, there to there. Yep. And good to see Willie Zalatoris there, T34. Yeah. Um, posting some good scores. So um, that's good to see him back and playing some good golf. Had some very nice stories about Will Zalatoris from uh, Josh Golfing Scotland. Uh, they went to the same uni, albeit yeah. many years apart. And... I think Josh knows Will's manager and, you know, Will's just done a couple of nice things for Josh's girls along along the way. I signed a hat and did a couple of nice things and, you know, really um, engendered, you know, the spirit of golf to, to Josh's young kids. Now, they, they didn't sort of know each other. It wasn't like 
he didn't yeah. have to do that type thing. But um, yeah, it's good to see him back. You know, we we're talking about him the other day when we played golf at the national, and uh, it's good to see him back. You know, like he deserves to be playing well. He's had some troubles with his back basically the whole year out. Yep. And um, anyway, he's he's one of the bright young stars, and we love we love seeing him. Willie Zalata. <laughs> You know, I like to pronounce the names awkwardly or differently just for the sake of, you know. No, I hadn't doing... picked that up. Oh, I, Is I, it a new thing or no? Yeah, no, thank you. Zalatoris. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't call him Zalatoris. I, I want to call him Zalatoris. <laughs> Surely some other one out there, someone else calls him Zalatoris. Uh, anyway, yes, very good. Um, what's next? Uh, so they, they move on to the farmer's insurance next week. Yep. Down to Tory Pines. Uh, down in San Diego, mm-hmm. played across the two courses there, north and south. Everyone knows the south. That's where they held the U.S. Opens, where Tiger beat Rocco mm-hmm. in a playoff in 2008, where John Rahm won in 2021. Yep. So very famous course. Um, quite a few Euros in the field this week at Torrey there, Roscoe. A few guys uh, jumping across the pond. Kind of weakens the field over in UAE, but we'll get to that in a second. Mm. Who's in? Who's come across from Europe? Um, oh god, you you get it. So Moronk is uh coming across, uh, Ludwig mm-hmm. is uh is coming across, Nikolai Hoygaard is coming across. Um, so yeah, they're kind of the bigger names, but there's a lot of European flags on that um entry list, okay, for sure. A few big uh, Americans there, Xander's in there, Cantley, Homer, uh, Morikawa, Keegan Bradley, Dunlap back again. Nick Dunlap, Finau, could he go back to back? Dunlap, who knows? Finau, um, good to see Daniel Berger in the in the field. Um, keen to see how he goes, getting back from uh, from his injuries as well. And uh, and Blocky, we get we get Blocky again. <laughs> Block party's back. Uh, I see Harrison Endicott remains in. Uh, he's yep. he's on a sponsor's exemption. Harrison Endicott is Farmers one of the ones uh, that's. Going to temper back their sponsorship of this event. Um, I, it's hard to keep up, but I know some of the big sponsors are halving their sponsorship. If they sponsor two events, they're pulling out of one or winding things back. Is Farmers one of those? I, I don't know. Uh, there was something about it, wasn't there? I don't know. Let's have a quick look. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But a lot a few of, floating around. A lot of chat around that sort of stuff, you know, with this whole Pelly leaving and the stuff with um, Al Rumian and. and the USPJ tour and it's yeah again so like Roscoe they're actually not renewing so boom this is the last year it'll be known as the farmers mm. that's that's a long time that they've been involved in in golf at this level so uh, the messaging is they should get their stuff sorted out you know there's more and more chat around world tours you know you're starting to hear people that you wouldn't have expected speaking positively about. Not live, but the world tour concept and the best golfers playing all around the world. You're just starting to hear a few more people that probably sometimes wouldn't have otherwise expected it. Just telling it like it is, like it should be, like we've always said, just get it sorted out, make it happen. And um, it's interesting because I think once they see big sponsors dropping out, uh, you know, that's sending messages to PJH, uh, PJ Tour HQ. Let's see. Um yeah. Okay, what's next could on the be, hit list? Could be for a myriad of different reasons we don't know, but you're yep. right, Roscoe. It's uh, definitely an, a, uh, some messages being sent for sure. Um, yeah, Minwoo Lee's in the field as well. Sorry, missed out 
uh, him. So he should he should go okay here, I reckon. Um, Bads, Jason Day, and you mentioned uh, Andy Cott, and Foxy's in there as well. He's one of the other Euro players coming across. Okay. Do you have any uh, tips on, on that? Is it, I know it's, they're doing it a day earlier again, uh, which is great. Um, sometimes harder to formulate a tip, I find. I'll have to cogitate a little bit longer on a, on a tip. Uh, any, any, any thoughts uh, uh, developed yeah, thus far? I'm, I'm, I'm locking in Jason Day here, Ross. I know you picked him last week and generally what happens is uh, whoever you pick will win on a week after you pick him. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ride that coattail and uh, see how we go with Jay Day. Okay. I like it. Uh, I might have to – Bobby McIntyre's in the field too. Um, do you think Christian Bezoiden who can go back-to-back? I don't think he can. Do I go with the second place? Yeah. Probably get two second places in a row. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, that kind of player. Yeah. Do I pull the Ludwig card? Is Ludwig, you know, is he, we don't know any form around here. Does he? I'm going to pull a Ludwig card. There you go. I'm going to go earlier. Okay. Back him in for, right. back him in for a win. I wrote it down last week, Ross, so I'm writing it down this week. Back him in for a win to a top five and get the reuse. Uh, I like that yeah. system. There we go. Ludwig. Ludwig and Jason Day, there are two tips. Okay, very good. Uh, DP, okay. DP World Tour. Rory, oh. crack, Rory cracks a win. Coming off a, a second place the week before and then takes his fourth title of this event, second in a row, so back-to-back wins for uh, for Rory. Um, yeah, he looks like he's got his game in a good spot. He really does. Um, you know, hitting the ball off the tee, he's been strong. Um, his putter is, uh, is in form. He, he's just been... He'd been playing some good, aggressive, confident golf, and uh, and yeah, it was. I mean, he needed to be. He was ten shots back after the first two rounds, um, so it was interesting reading Roscoe. He actually said he went to bed, and he, his thought his thought was, oh, well, if I shoot ten under on the weekend, like I should have a pretty good chance. Um, sure enough, he shoots eleven under and wins by one. But just that that like optimism, I think, you know, being so far back and yet still thinking um, that hey, I can go 10 deep, maybe it's eight one day and two another and, and, and win this thing um, or have a chance anyway is, is just pretty, you know, it's very Im- impressive, I guess, typical. Um, but, well, yeah. You've so. got to be a good golfer to shoot 63. But, uh, you know, the, the other rounds were – I. I I don't know the conditions, but 71, 70, 70, but the 63 certainly helps. Shows you can, mm. shows that you can uh, certainly play good golf. We all know that's Rory McIlroy, for goodness sakes, Ross. But uh, yeah, he is good. I wish I, could, I wish I could have said what I was going to score today, but I couldn't count that many. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> to be able to, you know, have a, have the, imagine being able to have the confidence in your ability to sit there mm. and say, you know, if I, if I do this, uh, I should win. And, you know, does that come from analysing and just knowing, you know, where their birdies are going to come from? You know, like they, I know they do look at that, you know, where their birdie holes opportunity, more, more birdie hole opportunities are and things like that. And I wonder if they just, if he's plotted it all out, if his team plots it out and say, well, based on the likelihood of probability of the way that you play these holes over the journey and clearly he's won it four times and played there many other times, you know, you're likely to shoot this score. I'm sure there's, he's probably got someone doing that sort of computation. You would have it to probably, think, yeah. Maybe, maybe. I mean, it's it's probably also a little bit of 
experience knowing that, hey, on this course, like 14 under or thereabouts will yeah. win it, 13 or 14. I'm 10 back from that now. Um, you know, these guys, whilst I think uh, Cam Young was was well and truly out there, he went deep, I think, you know, first round or two. Yeah. And Rory going, well, you know, he's not going to keep that up. And probably um, history says that winner – the winning score will be 14 under or thereabouts and I know I can go deep here um, and and make 10 birdies um, over the next 36 holes pretty easily. Um, but, yeah, poor old Cam Young blew a two-shot lead, um, 10 off on the day, probably felt the pressure of Rory coming at him and, um, you know, that uh, – um, that birdie, that, that eagle with putty sunk on 18 kind of brought the house down. So I'm sure, you know, he, he wasn't thinking that Rory's going to be in, in his final group. But anyway, he, he um, blew the two-shot lead. And, uh, yeah, a couple of other guys have played well. Joaquin Neiman, again, T4, another solid result. But I don't think that quite gets him into the majors the way that he was hoping to use that DP World Tour membership that he took up after winning in Sydney and, I guess he gives that back now and kind of gives that up and goes back to live. Yeah, um, weird. it's weird, isn't it? You know, take up my membership to play for a couple of a couple of couple of games and then head back and yeah, mm. bizarre. It's just bizarre. Again, back to the point. Just let's go it's to the bizarre that the, yeah. the DP World Tour let that happen. Yeah. Or, or, or yeah, well, anyway, uh, that was the whole thing. They said, you know, you're eligible for DP World Tour until you play it against the event that conflicts against it not mm. relative to if you're already playing on a tour mm. yeah Throw you obviously now from the perspective of like having a guy like Joaquin in the field for a few weeks as a trade-off like I can see how that's worth it like you know yeah. he's definitely exciting to watch he's one of the exciting uh, young live guys for sure but anyway he'll go back there to talk hay and uh, and get going in the team event um yeah, a couple of other notables in the field. Adam Scott played well for a T7. Um, the Hoygaard twins were T7 and, and 11. Tommy Ladd, T14. And, and uh, your tip, Tyrell, uh, T31. Tyrell. Tyrell. And uh, I think I'm, I tipped Rory, Roscoe. So, in fact, I don't think it's right here in black and white in front of me. I wrote it down. No, you definitely I did. T- typed it out. Uh, it'd be great. Um, it'd be great when Michael yeah. Michael from Tista gets uh, DP World Tour. He does. Say, he does has said that uh, it's coming, but um, okay. it would be good if we could combine all in there together. Yep. Uh, where are they off to next week? I don't know much about. Is it Razal? Is it the uh, yeah, Razal Kaima? So the the UAE, yeah, Razal Kaima Championship. Um, Pretty standard weekly DP World Tour field list, to be honest, Roscoe. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we, we've got quite a number of the guys uh, heading over to the farmers. Um, I guess for me, the only thing worth having a look at there next week is how well Mika goes in uh, in his first event there over in uh, the Middle East. So, um, yeah, it'd be good to watch Mikaluzzi there and see how he goes. Um, my tip is Laurie Cantor. I think he's on a canter. Is he? No, he's not. He was live, but not live anymore. Sam, he, he was the spare, the backup reserve player for um, Cleeks, I think, for in place yeah. of Sam Horsfield. That's right. Yeah, and then he missed out by like one bad swing, really, at the qualification event. 
Um, also played pretty well down here in the Oz Open, wasn't it? So yeah, he did. He's been he's been playing okay. So the Australians that uh, look like they've secured their card in the Asian Tour, uh, Justin Warren, fine young golfer from uh, Sydney, I believe Justin's from, finished third in the uh, qualification. Super effort to get through, you know, into these stages for, you know, some of these young men who have not just gone straight into final stages, you know, they've come through different qualification schools. Uh, Sam Brazel, Maverick Ancliffe, now Jamie Glazer has been working, doing a lot of work with Maverick, uh, Jordan Zunich and... Harrison Crow, uh, we love Harrison, and I think Lockie Barker. I think it went down f- as far as Lockie Barker, and um, maybe Nick Voke um, from New Zealand uh, just missed out. So it looks like we've got Harrison, Lockie Barker, Jordan Zunich, uh, Maverick Antcliffe, Sam Brazel, and Justin Warren, uh, all qualifying for the Asian Tour. Congratulations to all those young men. Uh, I know some of them, no most of them actually, and they're all fine young men. Jordan Zunich is. You know, when he's not trying to win money playing golf, he's in a drummer golf store uh, helping out, as is Harrison Crow. Drummer golf continues to give a lot of these young professionals opportunities to do work and, and earn a living while they're practicing and, and trying to get on tours. And uh, there you go. There's another couple of examples of young men that come through that, uh, that system, but uh, all great young men. Very well done. All right, Scott, what's works? Uh, we had some other uh, events in Australia, did we not? We did, mate. We had the WebEx Players Series down at the Murray River, up at the Murray River, where uh, young Kazuma Kabori grabbed his first win as a professional. So I think he's won one event before in the Australasia Tour as a as an amateur, the the uh, New Zealand Open at one point. But yeah, he turned pro at the start of this season, and then um, and he's got his first win already. So great start to his pro career, um, holding off some some fast finishing. Um, females in the team in in the field actually. So Shannon Tan, I think she's from Singapore. I think uh, from memory, but uh, this is the first event that she's ever played as a pro. Ross, she went to Cobram to do that and finished second, solo second. So that's a fantastic effort um, from young Shannon. So good on her. She finished and then second in a Kabori sandwich. It, yeah, in the Kabori sandwich. So yeah, Kabor- uh, Momoka Kabori takes out third to complete that Kabori sandwich. And that is another very talented family for us to keep an eye on um, in this part of the world. So, well, you know, in this region, let's say, not Australia. Um, but, yeah, a fantastic um, result for the family and great event. And uh, they move on to uh, to Rosebud this week um, for another one of the WebEx Players Series, this time hosted by young Jeff Ogilvie. Yeah, Jeff does a great job of you know, getting around that event uh, down at a course where through OCM they've had a bit to do with. You know, they were responsible for tweaking um, a lot of, I'm not sure if it's the north or the east or the west or the south course. They've got names down there and they can play a different sort of setup. But uh, the work that has been done down there, a lot of sandy wastelands and a lot of clearing of unnecessary vegetation. If you haven't played Rosebud, really put it on your list because it's a fine uh, golf course. Um it's a, a just an overall really good quality golf course to go and play. It's a very good members club and the work that they've done in changing some of the greens and those wastelands just really do bring a big sort of sand belt type course feel to it. And the players love it. Um, nice undulation in some of the holes down there. It really is good. Beautiful bunkers. The bunker sands are quite loamy. It's beautiful to play out of. 
Um, yeah. So if you're in this part of the woods, get down there. Don't think it costs you anything to get in. Just go down and have a look at the uh, Webex down there. Um, I'm sure that uh, be hard to tip against someone like a Kazuma. Yeah, maybe he's got a bit of back-to-back ability in there, but all yeah. those young pros will be in there. Just while we're talking about the Murray, um, congrats to Bamoka um, coming third, but uh, Wilco and Andrew Martin, um, also great young men. Uh, Andrew Martin lives down the Bellarine Peninsula and uh, Wilco, we talked about him a bit, uh, brother of Brad Wilco from the Melbourne Rebels. Um Nearly holding one, and I saw on the TV coverage. Nearly hold one from the fairway, but yeah, good, good, uh, good play from those guys. And Connor Matsumoto, um, you know, she finished high in the standings. You know, she's another fine young. She's Australian, Matsumoto, Japanese uh, family, as are the Kaboris, the young New Zealanders, born and raised yep. in in um, in New Zealand. Both speak beautiful Japanese. So when I met Momoka, I tried my. Uh, best Japanese, and she was very impressed uh, that uh, yeah. she understood what I was able to say. And but I was just more interested to, to know if they have maintained the language of their family, which is which I do, and they're both fluent. And um, it was really interesting watching Kazuma actually hitting balls with the Japanese players mm. at um, the Oz Open, um, just having a chat. Uh, I love that sort of stuff. I love you know just being able to watch people interact and fly on the wall and talk with his Kiwi mates and then talk with the Japanese guys. It was really good. Um, loved it. Uh, well done to Kazuma Kabori. Certainly not the last time we will see him. Uh, got a tip for the for the Webex down there at um, Rosebud? Yeah, I'm going to say Tommy Powell-Horan bounces back um, from a little slump and takes out the win. Okay. Having – I love Tom Powerhorn, great fella, and I want him to win. I think he's still doing some work. He's grinding in the new clubs. He's full sort of top-toe ping um, now. He just had a brand change. And mm-hmm. I think, I think you know, when you have a brand change from one to another, you know what it's like yourself. You know, you get your new clubs that you get fitted for. Someone like me, you know, paints the massive rosy picture that it's all going to be biz and skittles, you know, as soon as you put the new uh, investment in your, in your game. And, you know, some people do go out there and shoot 40 points straight away, but – we know that it takes a bit of while to settle in, and Tommy's still settling in. I hope I haven't put the moz on him, and and the energy goes uh, your way, Scott. But I think uh, young Wilco, actually, I think Wilco okay. is yeah. is due, playing good golf, and uh, just gets it done. No fuss, no frills. Love his short, little, compact backswing. Very strong guy. Plays really well around tighter courses. Um, he'll be good. He'll be good. Let's see. Okay. Well, mate, all, all the familiar names that we've seen uh, this season are all in that field. So so there's a few there that we've talked about. Plus we've got some elite amateurs in there as well. So your mate Jasper Stubbs um, and then Phoenix Campbell and Quinton Croker. So two guys that have been playing great golf over the last few weeks um, are, uh, are in the field as well. So it'd be good to see how they go in amongst the pros in, in that event. But um, good luck to those elite amateurs out there. Uh, good future of Australian golf in the hands of those young men. Uh, Phoenix Campbell continues to perform really well. Quinton Croker, he's already won a, an event where pros have been playing in it, so he's mm. not passing to do it again. And Jasper, uh, he's just keeps rolling on. You know, he's been on podcasts, he's been with NLU, he's been doing loads of stuff. Um, yep. And then he's looking forward to the Masters. Very good. 
Okay, mate. Um, that wraps that up. What have we got next, mate? Have we got anything? In well, mate, last thing is uh, very quickly. So the LPGA, which we didn't cover no, we didn't. last week, but um, but they kicked off their season with their tournament of champions. Um, over there, so so yeah, they, their their field is actually made up of champions over the last two seasons, not just last one season. Which I kind of like that format a little yeah. bit better than the men's there, Roscoe. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, a very popular young lady in this part of the world, Lydia Ko, um, just absolutely bounced back to form after a pretty tough twenty twenty three. She took out the win, mate. She won by two over Alexa Pano, um, and Brooke Henderson was in three, but. Yeah, Lydia Ko. I mean, as I said, had a rough twenty-three, but um, not a long break between um, between seasons. But she's also, I mean, it's fair to say she's had two wins on the trot now, with uh, the win with Jay Day, and then the yeah, next yeah. event she played a couple of weeks later, or how many weeks later, um, she wins outright. So she's now actually one point away from entering into the Hall of Fame, Roscoe. So. You know, she's been around for a long time. That was her 20th victory. There's only seven ladies that have ever done that before on the LPGA. So she's she's definitely a, uh, a Hall of Famer of the future and, yeah, an absolute legend of women's golf. It's it's amazing to think when you when you go back to Lydia Ko, she must have been like 15. Was she 15 when she came mm. onto the scene? It's amazing. Uh, and she has had some ups and downs, uh, especially, as you mentioned, yeah, you know, in more recent years, great to see a win. Great to see a win with Jason Day. Great to see a win in this uh, past champions. Great to see a win in this past champions uh, event. And she deserves her place in a Hall of uh, Fame when she when that opportunity comes. So, uh, well done, Lydia Ko. But I do want to also uh, point out a couple of other uh, names that I like following in the women's LPGA scene. Uh, Charlie Hull. No, nothing again. Nothing. Not taking anything away from uh, Cheyenne Knight and uh, Alison Ewing and Rose Zhang and uh, Ayaka Furue, uh, but uh, we like following Charlie Hull, and we also like following the Scots um, to give the uh, UK girls a bit of a shout out. Gemma Drybra um, finishing T nine and Charlie Hull in T seven. Good luck to those. I've got my eye on both of those uh, young ladies this year. For obvious reasons, I've got to support the locals and uh, as you know, (laughs) come April, I will be a local uh, in the UK. So uh, Team UK, let's go. Um, Can't wait for Ryder Cup next time, mate. You and I are going to butt heads. (laughs) (laughs) We did we butt heads last year and, you know, that's what I got forgotten about, you know, by the end of day day three. I've got a pair of US shoes since then, so like I'm Team USA all the way, mate. Really? Next year. You can't support you. No, 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 next year, two years' time. Yeah. Ah, uh, dear. Now, that's one of the things that I love about TC. He's a, he's a good Team Europe man. <laughs> if they're, if they're, they're one way, he's going to be the other way. It's great. Uh, very good. Uh, so, well, yeah, the, the LPGA may goes next, this week. They're off to uh, Bradenton, Florida, for the drive-on championship um, where the rest of the field will come and join them. Celine Boutier is the defending champ. She started her very successful 2023 season. So everyone's coming back to start the year off. Um, we've got Grace Kim in the field. She actually finished her 29th in, in that field last year. She was the lone Aussie in last week's event. But we've got Kempi joining Gabby Ruffles, taking up her card. I think that's this is the start of her tour card, isn't it? Um, 
and Robbie Choi. Oh, There's a name fantastic. I wasn't familiar with uh, Roscoe, but she finished first in Q School yeah. to earn her 2024 card. So I think she's played before, but she um, she maybe lost a card and she, yeah, took out Q School and um, wish her all the best for a great 2024. Robin Choi won Q School and then jumped straight on the plane and she was there at the Sandbelt Invitational. Um, she didn't want to miss it. She flew down. Obviously, that event kicks off on a, on a Monday. Um, so she flew straight back from Q School, signed up, jumped in and took out the uh, leading amateur uh, down there, for, uh, Robin Choi, and also a full swing kit uh, ambassador, um, which, is, which is also good to see. Uh, at the end, Robin, Robbie Choi. Yeah, no, it's Robin. No, it's not Robbie. From now on, from but now you can call on, it Robbie. Robbie, Robbie Choi. Choi. Uh, no, no, it's Robin Choi. Uh, she's a great golfer. Um, what was I going to say? We've got some other news. As we finish with the uh, little sort of recap yeah, of the that, tour. That, that's it for the, the, the tour's recap. Jesus, it's getting long, isn't it, Roscoe? Yep. Lots to, lots to talk about. And again, sitting down listening to the chaps that I had the pleasure of just standing back from the table. I didn't sit at the table. I was out taking some photos of some, some bits and bobs. Um, but listening to how they talk about golf and how knowledgeable they are about golf and all of these players that – like they are, they are the gold standard of of knowledge, and um, it just it just comes from them easily, and uh, it comes from you easily, Scott. It doesn't come from me as easily. Talking about the tour golf, uh, I find I've you've got to be really invested in, and and those guys are. So again, um, just another sort of learning from a couple of days. But what I do want to talk about, speaking of learning in the last couple of days, I've learned that uh, you are a very accomplished podcast host, Scott. You turned your hand to um, developing a, a small series. Uh, oh, who knows if it's going to be small. It could be a big series called uh, – we, we, you, can, you can give it the name. Well, you can tell the name. But um, we've, well, got well, a, we've got a new podcast coming out. Yeah, maybe we do, Roscoe. Who knows where it, where it goes. But, uh, yeah, I went a little bit rogue. I had the opportunity to uh, to get young Sid on um, uh, on the mic. So we took that chance on Friday night after he finished up at the um, the Australian Amateur uh, um, down here in Melbourne. So, so yeah, no, it was good fun. We've, we recorded a little uh, interview. It's only 30 or 35 minutes or so, but um, we'll get that out there. Um, and, yeah, I mean, in terms of a name, I guess it's a working title, but uh, we'll see how we go, see how it works or not. But uh, Cart Path Only is what we're, is what I'm calling it. Um, a lot of my mates call me Carts, so hence Cart Path Only. And uh, that's the relationship between the name and, and uh, the name of the pod. But, yeah, no, it was good fun, mate. It was really good fun. And um, it was great to have Sid and get a few of his insights. And hopefully uh, everyone enjoys the first one out of the box. But... Um, as I said, it could also be my last, um, depending on how it goes. But uh, but yeah, maybe we'll get that posted and out there um, this week. Yeah. So I'll put that out uh, tomorrow. So so you get Monday's episode Tuesday and then the Sid uh, Car Path Only episode on Wednesday. So it'll, po- it'll post Thursday night. So you'll probably listen to it on Wednesday or whenever you listen to it. But um, – no, no, not depending on how it goes. It doesn't matter how it goes, Scott. If you if you want to keep you want to keep doing it, you keep doing it. it doesn't matter how well, it goes. Mate, I only do it for big money, so you know, well, unless the sponsorships start rolling in. And, it's an addendum. You know. It's an addendum to the lucrative contract that you haven't signed yet. Uh, no, no, well done on doing that. I listened to it. It was great. Learned more about Sid than than I knew, and uh, again, just showcasing young talent here in Australia. 
of which Sid has, you know, risen to be one of those in, a, in the last uh, period of years. And, uh, yeah, and you're exactly right what you said to him, how I've observed him from afar, how he's carrying himself in amongst his uh, colleagues. So, yeah, get around that one and, and uh, show Scott some love for, you know, his own initiative um, to get that happening and uh, let's keep doing it. And uh, the more podcasts that we can do under the mile of Golf Banner, the better because uh, I know there's people out there wanting wanting more and happy to tune in uh, whenever they can. So um, let's keep doing that, eh? Yeah, sounds good. Well, Scott, if that's if that's uh, enough, that's uh, if that's it, let's uh, call it a wrap and um, leave everyone with the great knowledge that they can get another episode this week in the uh, Camp Path only. Sounds good, Roscoe. Thanks for uh, thanks for another great chat, mate, and uh, look forward to hearing about the rest of your week and um, catching up in a week's time, mate. It's gonna it's gonna be a big one, and I'll share more of that uh, with you next Monday when we resume on the My Love Golf Podcast. Until then, enjoy your golf, enjoy your week, stay safe, uh, hug your loved ones, and um, play well.